Hello and welcome to the Daily Rejoicing Podcast. I so appreciate you listening today. We are going through the book of Psalms. Today we are in Psalm 18. Now Psalm 18, if you have your Bible there, one thing that you'll notice right away is its length in comparison to the Psalms that have come before it so far. Psalm 18 is a full 50 verses long, much longer than the Psalms that have come before it. Psalm 17, which we began studying last Thursday and concluded yesterday, is only 15 verses. I believe that length and repetition denote an emphasis in Scripture. What's important to God, God repeats. Now, it's all important, all profitable, truly. But when a subject is repeated, it deserves that much more of our attention. For example, if you were to write a letter to somebody and you really wanted them to get one particular part of that letter, even though everything else was important, you might underline it a couple times or you might reword it again. Even though everything is very important, this is so very important, okay? I flipped through the book of Psalms just out of curiosity and discovered just three other psalms that were any longer than this one. Psalm 78 is longer. It's got 72 verses. It's a psalm of Asaph. Asaph wrote it, and it gives a history of Israel up to that point. So the length is necessary. The other two psalms are Psalm 89 that has 52 verses, and it's all praise. Praise, praise, praise. It starts, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. With my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness to all generations. So it's praise. Psalm 119 is longer. It's the longest chapter in the entire Bible at a whopping 176 verses. And do you know the subject of the chapter, the Psalm 119? It's the word of God. His statutes, commandments, judgments, talking about the word of God. And so, again, wherever you find in Scripture repetition, as in God says the same thing again and again, or he says it in different ways, that should deserve that much more of your attention. For example, I like to preach through books of the Bible. That's just my preference to do. I think it's a good diet for people to have. Um, just expository preaching. And sometimes you'll be preaching and then a subject will be repeated, maybe later in the chapter or a couple of chapters later, or even in another book of the Bible. Well, you know what? That's just God turning up the volume on those particular subjects where God perhaps only mentions something maybe once, once or twice, then it should definitely get attention, but about that much, you see. And Look at at Psalm 18. I I, want to point this out to you. Okay, so we know that Psalm 18 is long. Okay, it's 50 verses. What is it about? Okay, so what does God want us to really focus on and understand? Psalm 18, I'll read you the, the heading, the title. It says, Psalm 18, to the chief musician, which you remember it means that it's to be sung congregationally. Everybody's supposed to learn it. And you'd first deliver that to the song leader. To the chief musician, a psalm of David, the servant of the Lord, who spake unto the Lord the words of this song 
in the day that the Lord delivered him from the hand of all his enemies and from the hand of Saul. And he said, and then it goes into verse one, it is a psalm of praise. David just praises the Lord. And for 50 verses, he praises God. Now, how about this for repetition, implying an emphasis? Psalm 18 is 2 Samuel 22. It's the same thing. If if you go there at some other point, if you're driving, maybe something you can't do it right now, but but 2 Samuel 22, it's about the end of David's story. It's about three years before he passed away. And David is looking back on his life at the many answered prayers. Uh, Goliath's family has just been killed. If you're looking at what happened in just the previous chapter, uh, they've cleaned up from some of the sins of Saul and the consequences that the Lord put upon the nation because of what he did. They've repented. They've atoned for that. And David is looking back on his life at the, at the many answered prayers, at the mighty gracious acts of God towards David and towards Israel, his people. And he just can't help but praise God. After decades upon the throne, he reigned for 40 years. This is about three years before he died. He's looking back and he can't help but praise the Lord. And so if you have your Bible, you can follow along. He praises God and he says, I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from mine enemies. The sorrows of death compassed me and the floods of ungodly men made me afraid. The sorrows of hell compassed me about. The snares of death prevented me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried unto my God. He heard my voice out of his temple, and my cry came before him, even into his ears. Then the earth shook and trembled. The foundations also of the hills moved and were shaken because he was wroth. There went up a smoke out of his nostrils and fire out of his mouth devoured. Coals were kindled by it. He bowed the heavens also and came down, and darkness was under his feet. And he rode upon a cherub and did fly. Yea, he did fly upon the wings of the wind. He made darkness his secret place. His pavilion round about him were dark waters and thick clouds of the skies. At the brightness that was before him, his thick clouds passed, hailstones and coals of fire. The Lord also thundered in the heavens, and the highest gave his voice, hailstones and coals of fire. Yea, he sent out his arrows and scattered them, and he shot out lightnings and discomfited them. Then the channels of water were seen, and the foundations of the world were discovered at thy rebuke, O Lord, at the blast of the breath of thy nostrils. He sent from above, he took me, he drew me out of many waters. He delivered me from my strong enemy and from them which hated me, for they were too strong for me. They prevented me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my stay. He brought me forth also into a large place. He delivered me because he delighted in me. The Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness. According to the cleanness of my hands hath he recompensed me. 
For I have kept the ways of the Lord, and have not wickedly departed from my God. For all his judgments were before me, and I did not put away his statutes from me. I was also upright before him, and I kept myself from mine iniquity. Therefore hath the Lord recompensed me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands in his eyesight. With the merciful thou wilt show thyself merciful. With an upright man thou wilt show thyself upright. With the pure thou wilt show thyself pure, and with the froward thou wilt show thyself froward. For thou wilt save the afflicted people, but wilt bring down high looks. For thou wilt light my candle, the Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. For by thee I have run through a troop, and by my God have I leapt over a wall. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all those that trust in him. For who is God save the Lord? Or who is a rock save our God? It is God that girdeth me with strength and maketh my way perfect. He maketh my feet like hinds feet and setteth me upon my high places. He teacheth my hands to war so that a bow of steel is broken by mine arms. Thou hast also given me the shield of thy salvation and thy right hand hath holden me up and thy gentleness hath made me great. Thou hast enlarged my steps under me that my feet did not slip. I have pursued mine enemies and overtaken them. Neither did I turn again till they were consumed. I have wounded them that were not able to rise. They are fallen under my feet. For thou hast girded me with strength unto the battle. Thou hast subdued under me those that rose up against me. Thou hast also given me the necks of mine enemies that I might destroy them that hate thee. They cried, but there was none to save them even unto the Lord, but he answered them not. Then did I beat them small as the dust before the wind. I did cast them out as the dirt in the streets. Thou hast delivered me from the strivings of the people, and thou hast made me the head of the heathen. A people whom I have not known shall serve me. As soon as they hear of me, they shall obey me. The strangers shall submit themselves unto me. The strangers shall fade away and be afraid out of their close places. The Lord liveth, and blessed be my rock, and let the God of my salvation be exalted. It is God that avengeth me, and subdueth the people under me. He delivereth me from mine enemies, yea, thou liftest me up above those that rise up against me. Thou hast delivered me from the violent man. Therefore will I give thanks unto thee, O Lord, among the heathen, and sing praises unto thy name. Great deliverance giveth he to his king and showeth mercy to his anointed, to David, and to his seed forevermore. Listener, you and I need to praise the Lord. Don't you agree? Now, David praised God here, and you and I need to praise God. When we praise something, though, what does that mean? Yesterday, we were traveling back home from another state, my family and I, and we were seeing some of my wife's family and had a wonderful time uh, with family, the 4th of July, and in church over the weekend, got to sing there with my wife and sister-in-law. And my wife and I both said to our kids as we were almost home that night, we said, you all were very good on this trip. Thank you. And we gave some examples, bragging on them for a little bit. Now, what were we doing? We were praising our kids. And when you praise someone, you brag on them. You thank them. You honor them. 
It's that simple. Now, who in all the universe is truly worthy of praise? Well, you know the answer to that. It's the Lord. He is worthy of all praise, and he loves it. I say, praise the Lord or praise God very often. And I say it so much that it may seem like an expression or my automatic response to a compliment or good news, but it's much more than that. We ought to use every opportunity we have to brag on the Lord. While our prayers may be frequent and long at times, and they should be, our time of praise should be no shorter, perhaps even longer. We're talking 50 verses here. Praise should be spontaneous, anytime, all the time. Praise should be a way of life for the child of God. Do you praise God? Praise should always be on the tip of your tongue. Whether it's you talking to God privately or you talking about God with other people, be a person of praise. Praise the Lord today. Praise the Lord today.